Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sticks and Stones, the experience of adulthood. My name is Sanaya Tith, and I'm your host, and you can follow me on Instagram at sanaya.tith and the podcast Instagram at sticks, the letter N, stones.st. So today we're joined by a special guest, Danny Metri. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Danny. Um, I'm a freshman here at Suffolk, a uh, political science major, um, and what do I talk, what do I say, what I'm up to lately? Yeah, what are you up to Oh, well, I, I'm the host of a, a show on WSFR, um, the, the radio station here at Suffolk. Um, it's a podcast called Worth Trying. We review restaurants and coffee shops, um, you know, with friends. Sonny has an episode on the show, uh, and, you know, we just, we take a time lapse of us eating the food, and then we, we review it on the podcast. Um, other than that, I'm very busy right now. I got you know, a research paper, and then I have a policy paper. So I got a lot of final papers to do, um, but you know, we're we're getting it done. We're working Pace, hard. We're, yeah, we're <laughs> pacing ourselves, trying to trying to make sure we're you know keeping healthy. But it's it's been good. Yeah, nice nice to meet everybody. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. Um, as Danny mentioned, we actually also did a show on his podcast as well. You can find that under um, Suffolk Free Radio at WSFR under Worth Trying by Danny Metry. And uh, go take it a listen. Yes, sir. Um, so today, our topic is balancing expectations versus responsibility as an adult. So, Danny, actually, all of my guests on the show, they always choose their own topics. So, what made you choose this topic specifically? Because as far as um, wellness goes and, you know, adulthood and all that kind of stuff, the biggest thing this year has been, um, you know, dealing with family expectations, expectations at school um, and, you know, staying on top of all that stuff uh, is very difficult. And when I realized when you become an adult, there will, there will always be people in your family who are, you know, like, you know, maybe you don't visit your grandmother enough. My parents really want me to see them a lot, so maybe I don't see them enough. Um, there's always going to be people that you might have forgotten to tend to. Um, and once you grow up, you need to realize that uh, your presence um, in people's lives matters. And how much, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. So when I go see my grandfather, how am I helping him out? What am I, you know, what am I doing for him? Uh, so that's that's really just been what I've dealt with all, all year so far. It's just new responsibilities, new expectations. Um, and how do I deal with those and deal with all the overwhelming shit that comes with it while at the same time making sure I can, you know, grow and do what I want to do? Yeah, I completely agree. I think that when you enter this new phase of your life in adulthood, you tend to forget that in your adolescence and growing up, you actually had people that you saw every day in your family, for example. Like, I definitely realize as an adult being so far away from them um, that I should be spending more time with them and my grandmother and my grandfather, et cetera. So like, I completely see where you're coming from and it's just a lot to balance in general. I also think it's um, once you get hit with this, like this reality of like all these responsibilities, it gets easy to, um, to get in your own bubble and kind of be like, well, I'm out here doing my thing. And why are you guys, you know, why do you guys want my company or why do you think that I can do all this? Um, and it's easy to compare yourself to other people and to, you know, to resent other people. Um, and I think 
the number one thing to remember is like even when you're working hard and you know college is it can be some of the busiest times people's life um especially for me and you under, you know too because you're a commuter student in the first semester uh that's an added pressure um i think the most important thing to remember is that you know your friends your family all these people that have been in your life um you know their loved ones and loved ones are very important regardless of how things are with them at the moment, how shaky things might be. You just need to remember you're in a new phase in your life. Um, and that shouldn't change the fact that these are friendships and, you know, family relationships that you're supposed to nurture, uh, you know, and respect. So. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that balancing, like, just all of your loved ones plus trying to figure out your own path can be really difficult. But I also think that I tell myself this often. It's like, if I want something bad enough, I'll get it. Yeah. And I was like, I was raised on that kind of phrase. So it's my responsibility realistically to make time for my loved ones when I can yeah. and to like, you know, shoot them a text or give them a call whenever I can. But the expectations tend to, can be pressured, yeah. like a lot of pressure sometimes depending on like how busy you are and like this new phase in our life. And for me personally, like this year, especially this semester, um, it's been a huge step for me in terms of like what I've asked of myself in terms of, you know, how early I'm waking up, how much time I'm putting into my, you know, my schoolwork, how much, you know, how much I care about my schoolwork, how much time I'm putting into my body, my health, all these things. And I think when you do that, um, for me, at least it was a jump. And when you make that jump and you see how much you're doing, um, it's I think people tend to like, you know, very easily be like, you know, you put yourself on a pedestal. Um, and I noticed, you know, the ego that comes along with it, especially when it comes to approaching my family and friends. Um, and, you know, I had this moment with my dad, Palm Sunday. This was my, my Palm Sunday, so your Easter, or Andrew's Easter, I guess. <laughs> um, so I had this moment with my dad where, you know, I, I like to go to church on Sundays and I like to be on time. Um, and that's something I'm not typically good at. It's something lately, I've, a skill lately I've developed. Um, and I was upset at my dad because he was making me late. Um, so I told him, and I never speak to my dad. Like, I was like, dad, why are you always going to make me late for this kind of stuff? Like, we don't always have to be late to everything. And I told him it, um, in a really bad tone. And what that made me think of was like how, instead of appreciating the fact that I'm doing something with my dad on a day that's important to me, when he doesn't really come to church with me, I usually just go alone. Um, instead of, you know, just living in the moment, being comfortable with my dad, letting, you know, the peace and quiet of Sunday just like set in. I, I kind of put myself on a pedestal and I was like, I'd be on time if it was just me. Um, so that, that tendency to compare yourself to other people and especially that moment, I completely forgot about the fact that, you know, while I'm here at school, my dad for the past, you know, couple of decades has been, you know, working his ass off day in and day out for me. You know, he gave, he gave his life to me. Um, so yeah, the, the jump in work and, you know, responsibilities might come with an ego and you, I feel like it's really important to keep that in check. For sure. I think that we can get really lost in the, you know, aspect of us trying to figure our own shit out and like everything like that. And yeah. so we can be like, oh, this is my main priority right now when the world is so much bigger, but Although it's, it is important to focus on, you know, advancing yourself in your career and your personal yeah. life, that doesn't change that you do have another life outside of that. But yeah. yeah, so my next question for you is, 
how do you personally handle expectations that you're set upon yourself and that others have set for you? So to me, there's two choices, um, especially when expectations get too big. Like, for example, if, you know, my schedule's full and my mom's like, well, you need to see your grandma once a week. You need to see your the my other grandmother once a week. Um, you need to do this. You need to have, come home early enough for dinner. Like when the expectations feel unrealistic, um, there's two things. Either you kind of beg or, you know, negotiate with those people, your loved ones, and say like, hey, I'm not at a place right now where I can get this done. Or you take on the challenge and you you try to do more. You try to adjust. Um, I think it just depends on the situation. Uh, for me, what I had to do is I just had to start getting up earlier and getting certain things done in the morning so that if I wanted to spend time with my family that afternoon, I'd have the time to do it. Um, and still get my stuff done. Uh, so it's, I think, you know, dealing with it emotionally, it takes a certain amount of like, you know, foresight just to understand that things will, things will play out how they play out. And it's not the end of the world, you know, if you're overwhelmed at the moment, but in terms of like practically how to handle it, either you negotiate with the person or you just, you adjust your life to it. Yeah, it's a really difficult thing when it comes down to like how we want to schedule and format our days these days, just because we have so much on our plate, you know, being a full-time student, also working most likely part-time for most of us, you know, trying to get, it's about to be final season, like <laughs> the, all of these aspects of, you know, young adulthood that we're trying to get figured out can be so overwhelming. And it's like, what's the bar for when you get burnt out or when you get like too much on your plate? Like I, I, me, myself, I get burnt out really easily because I just, I add and I add and I add thinking, okay, I can handle this. I can't. And just because yeah. I can carry it well, doesn't mean it isn't heavy. Yeah. You know, like just because it seems like I got all of this stuff done and I'm like being successful and I'm working hard at my academic career and my personal career, it doesn't mean it, it's easy. Like it's really me busting my ass. Yeah. But, you know. I think you have to like it's important to separate um, when you're when you know like there's a practical reason to do something or to add something to your life um, or there's you know you're confident that you can get it done versus um, like ego or like a need to be like you know to always upgrade all the time and always get to the next level um, you know blindly just getting to the next level all the time I mean it's fine but it's like that's when you hit your limit and that's when you burn out. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're thinking of adding something or if you're thinking of like taking this thing to the next level or working harder, um, you have to, you know, differentiate whether it's just your ego talking and you're challenging yourself and, you know, comparing yourself to other people, whatever it may be, or if this is an actual thing you should do that would benefit you or the, the people in your life. Um, me personally, I like to add one thing at a time and then kind of see how it goes. Um, and then if it's, if it, you know, starts to affect my other things. Like if adding a certain responsibility starts to really affect my personal life, really affect my academic life, then I'll, I can't keep up with it because there's things that are more important than that. Um, so it's just being logical about the responsibilities you, you put on yourself. For sure. So adding on to that, my next question for you would be, how do you think that the responsibilities you now have in a, as an adult have changed you and shaped you for you know the betterment of your future okay. since the adolescence i think all the responsibilities that i've dealt with this year 
Um, and first semester was a was a tough one for me. I I went through a lot just personally. I think it was just the adjustment. I went through things in the summer, um, so there was a lot I had to deal with at once, and a lot of you know adjustments I had to keep making, and you know my grades I had to like really pick up the pace last second um, last semester. So like what what I learned is to get serious. You know, like it made me serious about the things in my life, and it made me like understand that when I'm studying or when I'm exercising or when I'm, you know, you know, sleeping, organizing my sleep schedule, this is serious, um, you know, uh, but it also, you know, as I got serious, as I started to take things more seriously um, and apply myself second semester, I also had to remember that, you know, just because you become serious doesn't mean you're not loving anymore. So, you know, my parents, my siblings, uh, my friends, everybody, um, it was understanding that no matter how serious I got about my life uh, and no matter how tired I got, how you know worn I got, how stressed I was, it's always important to be loving, um, you know, to, to your friends and family and patient and everything like that. Uh, so that that was a challenge because once the seriousness came along, I felt like especially when I saw my brother, um, I had a certain like it was less playful and more like, you know, criticizing him and trying to be serious about everything. Um, I had to remember you know, the importance of being you know, loving and kind. Right. And speaking on your brother, Mark, you have a twin brother. He goes to yes. U of T, right? Yes. Um, Toronto. You Toronto. Yes. Um, and I think that especially for siblings, like me personally, I'm not really in touch with my brother. But if I was, I think that I'd also be in the same position where I feel like when you have somebody that's the exact same age in your family, you know, same parents, everything, I feel like that situation can definitely affect the way that you want to present yourself in general. But I also think that even like for me right now, even though I'm not really in contact with my brother, I think that myself, just the expectations I set on myself can be really detrimental. And I think that all of the responsibilities I grew to have as an adult have made me serious as well. But to the sense of like, I have like less patience. I'm very like, I can't take a break and I don't know how to have fun sometimes. And that's super like detrimental sometimes to your mental health. Like I feel like I need to learn that I can take a break and I can relax sometimes. Like not everything is super serious. Yeah. And I think that that definitely shows with like my family members, like my cousins and stuff. Like I want to show them more instead of being somebody that's like, okay, you need to make sure that you get good grades all the time. You need to make sure you do this and that and this and that. Like, I want to actually just chill. Right. And it's really difficult, 100%. though, when it comes down with those kinds of responsibilities as an adult. I think with siblings, um, this is my experience with my brother, uh, like the way you treat um, someone that immediate to you, like my twin, is a reflection of the kind of adult you're going to be. Like if I have a disagreement with Mark or we have a difference in lifestyles, um, you know, there's things I don't agree that he does. I think he should do better at this. He thinks I should do better at this. Um, Am I going to be the kind of adult that allows my view of how he lives his life and my view of what he should do? Am I going to be that adult that allows it to destroy a relationship or harm it? Or am I going to be the kind of the kind of adult that says, here's my advice for you, Mark. Um, because I love you and you're my brother, but let's, you know, let's take this time and have fun together. Um, and like, I gave you my advice and I trust that you'll, you'll learn your lesson if you need to, or I might be wrong, which is, trust me, that's possible. Um, so I, I try to pay attention to, you know, 
the mistakes I make with Mark because I make so many mistakes and so does he does. So does he, um, because those mistakes, you know, like once I get into my personal life with people, especially, you know, romantic relationships, those can, you know, duplicate. Um, right. It's a reflection of who you're going to be. Right. Right. And I also think that it also relays a similar way with like your family members mm-hmm. and people that are older than you, like your parents, your grandparents, aunts, uncles, etc. I think that it's hard sometimes that for the expectations they give you and the responsibilities you had while you, you know, you still live in the roof and all of that stuff. It's like, are you doing all of it for yourself or are you doing it? just to please them or are you doing it and then I, you also mentioned how like you and your brother you guys are completely different people and you kind of clash sometimes in the sense of like okay this is this is what you should do better blah blah blah, blah that back and forth yeah. and I also think that it's hard sometimes because you are your own person and you make your own decisions especially as an adult which is like okay you grew up your whole life up to like 18 years with your parents making the majority of the decisions for right. you and now that you're an adult you're like okay so yeah, you, you may find yourself like being like, is this a decision that I would make for me or for my previous mm-hmm. habits and my, you know, the your, way that my family what wanted me to. How your parents operate. Correct, right. Correct. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's confusing. Um, the thing I, I try to do, though, is uh, like especially with my dad, um, because I really look up to him. I don't, you know, do everything he would do. But I think of like, you know, why would he want me to do this? What like because. I think he's a really smart guy and I think he's he's not only smart, he cares about the people in his life. So a decision he would make is not something that would leave everybody behind and prioritize himself. Uh, so I like to like, you know, appreciate the fact that I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have what I have today. Anything, you know, I mean, of course, you know, um, there's also a certain acceptance of like, I'm the person I am because of their values, you know, and, and what they do. Right. Uh, so I don't completely ignore those instincts that I get from them. Yeah. And I think that in general, in general, we all have like complicated relationships with our parents. And I think it's just the course of growth and stuff. But that definitely isn't something that I overlook in the sense of I am the way I am because of them. Yeah. You know, right. I'm I push hard because of them. I'm respectful. You know, I, I have a lot of morals and stuff because of it but just because we've had rough patches in our relationship it doesn't change the fact that as much as so many of us would like to not admit it we are what we'd hope is the best part of our parents and the way that they raise us yeah. and stuff. and you could also say i'm incomplete because of them or i have these you know these bad these bad um emotional habits because of my parents and you know, you recognize that and be like, this is where I'm at. And a lot of it is because of how I was raised. And that's fine. You know, no parent is perfect. It's, it doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means, you know, like, here's the bad things I've developed because of how I was raised and, and it's okay. And now I can learn from them. It's not a hateful message to your parents. It's not like, you know, completely dump them out of your life. It's just having a, a more complete view of, um, of the way they raise you, like a better understanding. Of it. And that's, that applies for every, anybody. I'm not singling out my parents or your parents. I think that goes for anyone. Yeah, I agree. I think that our parents do the best they can to what they know. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like they were given a book. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. this is exactly how you need to raise your kids right. and make them as perfect as humanly possible. Right. Because realistically, the way that parents would raise their kids is subjective. 
it's what they would expect their kid to be projected as into the world and such. And I think that in a lot of ethnic families, they have different expectations for their kids in every single different culture. So it's like a whole thing as far as expectations go. This is what happened with me and my brother. Um, watch your tendency to like, because you know how you said your parents have expectations. My parents are the same way. They're immigrants, right? That's It's just, it's a certain culture. Watch your tendency to apply those expectations on your loved ones, like your siblings. Well, of course, yeah. Or friends, because I did that to Mark. Um, I noticed that like, you know, Mark's stressed out of his mind. And, you know, of course there's certain things he's doing that I don't, I don't agree with just the way he handles his money or whatever. Um, but the way I was applying my expectations of my brother and what I, what I saw fit for him, it reminded me of how, you know, my parents imposed their expectations on me. Um, so as soon as you start doing that to people in your life, you, you aren't breaking the, the pattern of, um, of your parents, right? You're continuing it. You're just doing the same thing. The benefit of having parents like that and having parents who, who might have misstepped in that sense is recognizing the harm it can do and saying, you know, whether it be my kids, my loved ones, whatever it may be, I know what I was missing. Let me give let me give it to these people in my life. Right. And I, I think a habit that I've developed is learning that not everybody was raised the same in that sense. So just because I believe that things should be a certain way, it does not mean that that is what this other person in my life right, right. needs to follow just exactly. because that's the way that I follow it and that's the exactly. way that I was raised. So I'm not the type of person that likes to project on people that way. Right. So that's why I'm always like, okay, I mean, if you, that's your choice, that's your choice. Right. That doesn't mean that I agree with it, but I support people I love in general. And since, since this is like a, you know, wellness thing, a lot of like, you know, wellness people on the internet, they'll say like, you need to cut negative people out of your life. You need to, you know, keep squares out of your circle, whatever. And I think, you know, a good adult, you know, like a more, you know, complete adult um, is someone who can have different people in their life who are on different parts, you know, of their journey doing their own thing, um, both with the understanding that people do their own thing and they have different ways of going about their life, while understanding that you might not even understand, like, what they're going through or how or what they're doing when you don't see you know, like you can have a friend that's, um, you know, I've, I've had friends in high school who were dealing with depression. Um, and I, I lost certain friends because they distanced themselves from me. But um, when someone's going through a certain, you know, period in their, in their life, they might be an extremely negative person. That's just an example. Um, so understand that there's going to be people who are approaching life different than you, or you might not even understand how they're approaching their life. And what you do there is that, especially if it's a, you know, a relationship you have with this person, a bond you've developed, um, you nurture it and maintain it. I think, I think that's the responsibility of an adult. It's not like high school where you just, you can go from click to click or like, it's, they become a lot more like your relationships with your siblings where it's like, nurture this, take care of this. This is another person, you know, you're an adult now. Yeah. So my last question for you is, how do you personally balance it all? Like what habits do you have and how do you just figure out that good medium? Okay. Um, I, first of all, I wake up early four days a week, really. I don't wake up that early on the weekends. Um, and I get out the house and I, I try to exercise first thing in the morning at the gym here at Suffolk. I have a nice, you know, 
you know, I shower, I do my skincare, I take care of my hygiene. So for me, it's about having a foundation, being clean, taking care of yourself, you know, organizing your stuff. So you have a good foundation. Um, and then now I never used to do this, but now I schedule things. I put things on my calendar um, just because I can't forget obligations. I can't miss them. Uh, and it's nice to know what your day is going to look like. You know, I never used to do that. Uh, also, I think taking the weekend, um, for me, my weekend's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, basically, taking it as a way to, you know, nourish yourself, whether it be mentally or spiritually or just resting physically. I like to go to church on Sundays now. Um, I like to, you know, I see a couple of my uncles there. It's relaxing. There's coffee hour. It's just, and I like to do Tai Chi. I like to meditate. Um, so you you carve out time. It, every day of the week or a day of the week here and there to calm your brain down and to, you know, if you're spiritual to feed yourself spiritually. Um, and then when it's time to work, um, I've always had trouble with this when it's time to do work, when you're in the library doing work, take advantage of that time and try to get it done. Uh, so that when you're home with your family or when you're with your friends, you can be present, you can be happy, you can be loving, you're not stressed out. Um, because like, once again, once you're an adult, the way you handle your responsibilities, um, and the way you handle your stress impacts the people in your life. You know, you have, you still have to be um, present to the people in your life. You can't constantly be consumed. Um, so really for me, it's about building a schedule and a routine that's healthy um, while being productive at the same time. I agree. I'm also a big advocate for the time blocking yeah. and the scheduling. I think that if I didn't have that by how busy I am, I'd be going crazy. I still think it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um Thank you, Danny, so much for being on the show with us and introducing yourself to our little community we have over here. Yes, yes. Um, again, you guys can follow Danny's podcast, Worth Trying, on the Suffolk Free Radio, WSFR. Please do. We're doing Raising Canes next week. Oh, Raising Canes. Yes, <laughs> but um, as you all know as well, you can also follow me on my personal Instagram, Sunia.tith, and the podcast Instagram at sticksandstones.st. Thank you, guys. Take a look. Bye.